Can I just say Mitch Marner is so good? Yes. Like I didn't realize how good he, he is. He's kinda he's scared. Well, Kelsey is like actually he's not that good. <laughs> he's, he's like a fake version of Connor Sherry, basically. That is Connor really wasn't even drafted. <laughs> Mitch went like fourth overall. For what? Welcome back to Where's My Stick. My name is Christy. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Danielle. Okay, so we haven't recorded in a really, really long time, so we have a lot to catch up on. And we wanted to kind of do, like, around the league stuff before we got into the pen stuff. So I guess first topic would be William Nylander still not being signed by the Leafs and Kyle Dubas chasing him to Switzerland. Thoughts? Very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I wish Kyle Dubas would chase me to Switzerland. (laughs) Me too. We're just going to Pittsburgh. It's not even that far, buddy. (laughs) I mean, I... Out of all of the, like, I'm not a Leafs fan, but out of all of the Leafs, I think I respect Kyle Dubas the most um, <clears throat> because I feel like he genuinely wants to sign Willie um, and he's not, like, trashing him to do so. Like, you never hear him talk bad about Willie, like, um, like where you'll hear, like, Babcock say stuff or Shanahan say, well, you need to take a discount for this. Well, you need to do that. Like, Dubas is just trying to get him signed. So, um, out of all of them, I, I like respect him the most. And I like that he's like, um, he's, Oh, nice. I know. I saw that. I was like, damn. Um, Um, I like that. He's like going the extra mile to like court him. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think that, um, I mean, I think he's going to get signed. I'm not concerned. I know that like trade rumors have been heating up a lot and I have no doubt that other teams are interested in him and are watching and seeing like what's going on. But I don't think, I think he's going to stay a leaf, but I don't know if maybe he will end up with a bridge deal. You know, I think they'd be smart to try to go for something long-term, but with these negotiations dragging on and on, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with a bridge deal. Yeah. I, on the penguins post or pregame today, they were talking to one of the radio guys that for Toronto and he was saying how like he doesn't understand why it's taking this long. And like, if if it's about money, then, like, he thinks that they should just do a bridge deal just because Nylander needs to start playing. Like, right. he needs to be playing. He needs, he needs to be with the team. And um, and he doesn't understand, like, he, de- he definitely, he was saying, like, he didn't like Shanahan's comments about taking less. And he doesn't understand that, like, especially, like, he doesn't understand those comments, especially because they just signed Tavares for seven years for, like, however oh, many million. Dollars. Yeah, so it's like, wait, well, you just signed, gave this one guy who who wasn't even on the team all this money, and then a guy that you developed, drafted, developed, and, like, has contributed for the team, you want to make him take less? That doesn't make any sense. Which I completely agree with. But, like, I don't know. I feel like Willie might not get signed. I mean, I don't know if it's just because that's what I want to happen. I don't know. And I don't want it off his behalf. I just want the, <clears throat> I just want the Leafs, like, to, be, to stop being so smug. And I want, like, I want, um... I like Kyle Dubas, but I'm, like, mad that he was, like, oh, I'm keep- I'm keeping all the guys. I'm getting all this. Because you can't have every boy in the world, Kyle Dubas. I know for a fact. You can't. <laughs> I mean, I feel like kind of what he's saying might just be, it might be a little unrealistic. Because 
I'm also of the mind, like, wouldn't you want Austin to take less? Because the reason why William isn't signed is because they're they're thinking about what Austin's going to get and what yeah. Mitch Marner is going to get. So wouldn't you want them to get less instead of William to take less? I mean, like, you know, I think that's rational, but I think that they're, like... I don't think that they view William the same as they view Mitch and Austin. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I don't know. I, I don't, like, I want William to get what he wants because I love him, but, like, I feel like he should stay in Toronto. Like, I feel like in the long run, they would regret letting him go, even though, like, they have, like, Cappy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they could trade him for a defenseman, but like, I don't. They seem, they seem really excited to just go all forwards, and just like. I wonder if that's just. Defense. I wonder if that is that management's way of looking at it, or is that just Lee fans' way of looking at it? Because I've seen Lee fans say when they got Tavares, they're like, "Oh, what's defense when you score so many goals?" And it's like, excuse me. It's not sustainable. Like, first of all, that's something that I would say as a Pens fan. <laughs> no ever. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I just also worry about William signing there and like him, <clears throat> like the way that he's going to get treated. I don't yeah. like the way that Babcock already treated him and the fact that he's holding out and like fighting for what he wants. I think that Babcock is going to like resent him even more and so I just I don't know how that's going to affect his career I, I think more players need to be like that though because like, oh, no, I absolutely teams, agree these teams will like try to like take advantage of you and just because you want to stay like in the city and you like the atmosphere like the teams like these GMs will take advantage of that and like him asking for what he wants like I don't see a problem like I don't see a problem with that I was just going to say that I agree and I think that like he has all the right and all the I guess he's very deserving to do that and to ask for that but I feel like in Toronto if you know for whatever reason you know the Leafs Dubis go up towards um, Nylander's ask I feel like he'll be traded in the next few years because they really can't afford to keep him for that yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> the Leafs are going to be in a situation. <laughs> like, like, okay, so, like, Tavares, Tavares, like, him, like, signing, they're like, yeah, like, he took a bit, like, he could have taken less if he really wanted to pay, play for like, his, like, hometown team and how they made it such a big deal. Like, maybe he should have taken less because we have other people to sign. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Like, he's getting paid a lot. Is Shanahan's <laughs> comments, like, his comments didn't, like, it didn't instill any faith in the Leafs for me. Like, he's just like, yeah, when I played in uh, whatever, Detroit, we all took discounts. First of all, you're lying because it's not true. There was no salary cap. And, like, they had the second highest cap hit in the yeah. league. And then, and then he was just like, yeah, we did it. And then, like, we won. Blah, blah. And it's just like... You, who who knows if the Leafs are sustainable with whatever they're doing right now? Like, I just don't like that. Just, I think that all players should get as much money as they can in the in the amount of time that they can because 
their careers are so short. So, yeah. like, you telling me not to get my money when you have secured your money, that I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Kelsey? The one thing that I would say kind of comes into effect is, I guess, the potential for, like, sponsorship deals outside of it because like i know that austin and mitch i think have both been working with like scotiabank um really closely and have been you know developing these different brand endorsements and sponsorships in toronto so i don't know if they can try to um look at that and sort of try to i guess balance out their salary and that's what i've heard that they've done before in the past is like use those sponsorships as like listen you sign here you're in Toronto you can get that Canada Tire sponsorship or whatever yeah. and like we've seen William with those amazing summer ads of him <laughs> like looking like Adonis like <laughs> I'm still in shock like I just had a flashback and I'm still like puzzled like there's people that look like this but yeah so I mean I guess I mean that's that's also but is that is that the least management or is it their like Man, is their management doing that? Right. You know, like their rep. So I don't know. I mean, I guess for me anyway, I'll never really know because I don't pay attention to the Leafs and I'm not in Canada. So, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I don't know if I, I want Willie to be signed because I want him to play, but then I also want Leafs to suffer, even though they really haven't suffered, but I want them to. I wouldn't mind him going to Carolina because that's in America and that's like well that's what I heard that like that's like yeah. the biggest trade like rumor for who going for a defenseman because Carolina has like yeah. a lot of good defensemen. What was next was like Austin and Patrick Kane and like the whole like oh yeah off that they did but like that was like a while ago I don't know if we'd still want to talk about that. It was fun and the NHL hates fun. I, you don't, I, no, actually, I, Patrick Kane hates fun. He was like, I didn't like that he did it, so that's why I did it. Like, he said that? Yeah. yeah. Patrick Kane's a jackass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That was actually really funny. And, and that, see, that's what makes it so awful, is that, like, they do that, and then they say comments like that. So it's like, what's the truth? Like, so you're trying to be stupid and you ended up being funny like or fun like i hate you grow the game grow the game but actually i got mad that austin did something that was actually kind of fun and exciting like look at me i'm a rapist anyway (laughs) and and you lost that game so shut up yeah (laughs) honestly he lost though uh See, uh, this is, like, don't let me, like, why am I on the Leafs side of this fight? Like, I don't want to I actually watched that game. I did, too. It was a lot of fun. Was it? No, that game was a fucking, that game was stressful. I feel like that, I feel like the Flyers were playing that, so I probably did it, but <laughs> I don't even, ugh, I wouldn't even know who I want to win, like, ugh, ugh. Right, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I was struggling with, but then... Austin was having a really good night, so I was like, okay, whatever, the Leafs can win. And Patrick Kane is being a little baby, so I was like, okay, go Leafs. Who would you want to win in that situation? No one. I would want to be like, actually, you know what? Both teams and franchises are dismantled. We're not even, all all you guys can go home forever. Both both teams (laughs) lost. Yeah, Um, I'm like, and they're like, some of the, they were like, I would be like, Freddie Anderson to the Penguins. (laughs) 
Austin Matthews to the Flyers, like Mitch Marner to the Penguins. Oh I'm just like disperse these team these players to my teams so that I'm happy. That's mm-hmm. what I would want. And I guess and then there's the Hurricanes. So Oh yeah. But, so they like I didn't see what happened, but I mean know that first of all, can I just say it's tearing me up inside that the the Hurricanes are one super fun doing well without Noah Hannafin and Jeff Skinner and Justin Williams as their captain. Like, the, the Justin Williams as the captain is equally Williams. hurting me because all I remember is him dragging Gino down by his neck into the boards and then acting like it was nothing. I'm like, you're a dirty player. Because he's a murderer. He literally has murdered people and they call him Game 7 when when's the last time he's won a Game 7? That's Matt Cullen. Thank you. Probably, probably in LA. I mean, but it's a really, it's a hate for the Kings. Jesus, <laughs> get out of the league, old man. <laughs> I hate him. I'm so sorry. I hate him. I hate that he took the captaincy from Jordan. Yeah, yeah. they were saying that Jordan, like they all. Everyone was like, "No, we want." Justin Williams, you want Justin Williams? And I'm like, Jordan, what is going on? And like, you that's... only have to share share it with Justin Fall. <laughs> no. And like, that's what Jordan went to Carolina for. He wanted a trade. I, I thought he went there to play with his brother. And to his like brother? have his like own team, as like opposed to being with Sid and Gino. Fuck all Jordan. Like what? <laughs> I, I mean, I understand he wanted a bigger role, I guess. Yeah. Like, but then he was it's never like, going to be first line center on the Penguins. It's like yeah, that. It's and the then what happened? In Carolina? <laughs> Sorry? No, it's Sebastian Ajo. I was about to say, is Justin, I mean, is Jordan Stahl even the first line center in uh, Carolina? No. Is he the second? Yeah. Probably. I don't like the Hurricanes. I'm like, you know what? They're not likable, even though they're becoming likable. No. There's no, something, like, not. aggressively likable about it's, them that makes them not likable. It's just Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, he's a little... Oh, Tavo Teravino. Oh, yeah. I said ta- what did I say? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're very likable. And they also did this thing, did you guys see, where they... <laughs> So I guess their like head media guy like was caught on camera and they were like that's like a foul, like and they did this whole like presentation like this video. Oh my gosh, I'll have to retweet it off the account and send it to you guys. But it's like so <laughs> when you know when the camera films the players coming off the like coming off the ice and like him and I want to say it's Sebastian Aho did like they dabbed. Oh. And they and they were like, he's fine for one dabbing, being caught on camera dabbing, being caught on camera. Like it's so funny, and um, it's really cute. It's kind of like a um, as if it was like a pl- like the NHL's player safety, and it was like the video showing why. <laughs> it's so adorable. It's really oh. really cute, and it's like really really fun. I was like, oh my god, it was really cute. Um. Okay. So okay. I think that the the canes are being cute, but that's gross. You, what do you think, Christy? Oh, I think their style is cute, but it's just like, do they do it on the road? I think it's just to their fans. 
Oh, oh, okay. But what happens when they have their first home loss and then they they just sadly skate off the ice and it's just like, oh, that sucks. What's like team like group prayer? It's it's against the penguin. <laughs> Something about it just seems so fake to me. I don't know. Yes, I don't trust Kelsey, them. Yes, yes. So I, you don't like it. You don't trust them. You think they're. I mean, snakes. they're getting the they're like the, the like the little bit of fans that they have. They're, I know, like interacting. Doing. First of all, they got this from the Vikings fans in um, football, so they stole it. Are you a Vikings fan? No, I'm not. Oh, you that you were like getting upset. I was like, oh well, my god, Blake Wheeler is a Vikings fan, so that's <laughs> the only reason why I know. That's the only reason is, why I know. Does, does Blake Wheeler know that like the Eagles beat the Vikings? He yeah, he does. He's like oh, okay. okay. Okay, fuck the Eagles first of all. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So Kelsey, you think that the canes are snakes, and you don't? <laughs> I do. I just think right, it's like a fair. big marketing thing. I mean, that's fair. I agree with that. But they're yeah, struggling it, for fans, so I can I know, understand I know. it. I get it. It was. But we also don't know it. I think they said that Justin Williams came up to them and was like, "Hey, like we want to do something different. We want to do something fun." And everyone, everyone was backing up, and I, I don't know how much I uh, think that's true. That's like weird. I don't know how much I believe it. Yeah, like, okay, that I don't know, but I'm not, like, a fan. Um, do, let's talk about, like, surprises from the past couple, like, two weeks, how Vegas is not playing good, the Habs are playing well, and the Sharks' power play is really bad, even though they have Eric Carlson and um, Brent Burns. I'll tell you what, that Sharks power play did pretty well at the Flyers home opener, which I was there, so look like they got their shit together. <laughs> I forgot that home opener was brutal. We sat through every goal. Because oh my god. Why didn't you guys leave? Well, uh, we paid like good money for the seats. Oh. And I had, so many Flyers fans were leaving, so I was like, I can't, I can't be one of them. Oh. But I think for the the Sharks power play, I think it's different because they have Carlson on the at the point, and then Brett Byrne is at the half wall, kind of where like Phil Kessel is, but like further up on ours. And so mm-hmm. I think it's definitely different for Brett Burns to get used to being there. And I'm not sure if if him moving to that side changed everyone else around because they put yeah. they put um, Carlson at the point. Which was one spot. Why? Why not just put them on two different power play units? I think because you don't want to. I mean, I think in theory, having Brett Burns and Carlson on the same power play is a threat no matter what. But then you don't want to. I mean, you're still trying to give them even, even time. Like you don't want to tell Brett that he's not the top guy anymore and you don't want to tell Carlson and I'm to be honest you'd be stupid to tell Carlson he's not the top guy anymore yeah no I'd be like Brent I'm sorry but like we have Eric Carlson now (laughs) like well according to like you know stupid hockey Canadian people no offense Canadian people who listen to this sorry I gotta cut that out it's kind of mean but according to like people is preference is like really good and like it's like some people say he's better than Carlson, which I don't agree with. I, he takes a lot of shots, so yeah. that's why he gets a lot of goals. And, I mean, he was a forward, so, I mean, he definitely has a good shot. But 
I don't know if his if like he's very good at offensively. I don't know if it translates into good defense. Like Carlson's good at defense. Yeah, but like people said that Carlson wasn't good at defense for like yeah. a really long time. But people are just like rude. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. What about you, Kelsey? What do you think? Um I don't know. I agree. And also Burns has two functioning ankles. Um oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um I'm not all that surprised at Vegas. This is the Mark Andre Fleury that I know and love very much. Oh my god. Oh we my- just what, real quick one more thing on the Sharks power. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Also sorry. Um also, like, I don't even know if the Sharks have, as like, that many good forwards to, like, have a decent power play, a second power play. So it's like, oh, if you put, like, Brett Burns on there and then their second power play is, like, shitty and you just have him on there, it doesn't really <laughs> make sense. He's not really doing anything. I don't know. I, that's all I'm just thinking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I am insulted yeah. that, like, as finally they got Eric Carlson and now they're off to, like, a lackluster start. But we are so early, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 def- I definitely think that, you know... The one thing I like about our GMs is that they really take the time to make sure the person is a good fit in the locker room. And I think that I'm not saying that. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the people he makes sure that the people that they pick gel with everybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't know if like because I don't even know know if there's any Swedes on the on the Sharks. Like just that, like, I don't even know about the Sharks dressing room. But, I mean, is it a, a, a welcoming environment? Do the guys actually like each other? Or is it just, like, you know, a group of guys that play hockey? Like, I just know that. I, 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 I don't know, but. I feel like if Evander Kane can go there and he can thrive for, like, the past couple months, that Eric Carlson should have no problem. <laughs> should no, have I, no problem. No, I like, mean, I'm not saying that it's, like, Eric Carlson. I promise. It's just that, like, oh, no, I, don't know, I, I just feel like saying. he, like, they... Like Rutherford really like tries to look for people that really gel into the system, uh, into the team, and like it also takes a like a while to like forget the Ottawa system, because like mm-hmm. even though Eric Carlson was like a beast just in general, he also was still playing that trap game, and like we know from like Broussard and like even like Turris and others who were playing from there, like it took a little bit of time to get acclimated. And like like you said, it's only been seven games. It's it's it's, yeah. it's really early in the season. And when I saw them, they were fucking amazing. So I also uh, wonder like how like Eric Carlson was used to being the guy in like Ottawa, and how like like when he's in San Jose, he doesn't necessarily always have to be the guy. Like he doesn't even have like a letter. So like. I don't know, like, he, maybe he's someone who really, like, wants to be in charge. Not, like, in charge, but, like, you know, be have, a leader. Yeah, like, be a leader and, like, how maybe that could be affecting him. But Eric Carlson's not even playing bad. But, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, No, I get just, what you're saying. Just like, sometimes you feel, like, just being comfortable in a locker room. That's what I was saying, like, locker yeah. room dynamics. Like, is he comfortable enough to, like, uh, speak out when, you know, he feels like it's necessary? I have no idea. But I definitely feel like that all plays a big role into it. I would just, yeah, that's that's basically kind of how I feel. Even though I'm not saying that Eric Carlson is bad, and I'm not saying that the Sharks locker room is, like, bad either. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, maybe if it's, like, December, January, and they're still yeah. being lackluster, then we could just be like, okay, what is going on? 
Next up, Vegas. They are... They have not been very good. Um, I did this a while ago, so, like, their record is different. But when I did write it, they were one in four. I think oh, yeah. I, yeah, like, um, they are not that now. They're probably, like... Is it um, Max Pacioretty's it, fault? <laughs> they they want to get three Buffalo. and four now. Yeah, three and four. So they, okay. I mean, they've equaled it out a little bit. I mean, but they've also played like teams like Buffalo and you know, I with Vegas. I don't know. I know that a lot of people are saying like they're playing like how we thought they were, but they're missing Stastny. They're missing Stastny for like the next two months or more. Um, they're missing um, Schmidt. Schmidt. For at least another, what, month, month and a half? 13 more games. Yeah. Or maybe a month. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, they're missing key players. And like Kelsey said, Marc-Andre Fleury isn't playing like last season's Marc-Andre Fleury, which I don't think anybody, any of us thought that was sustainable. Right. You know? <laughs> but I mean, even like... Um, like when they played the Penguins, we had Malcolm Saban, and yeah. who I love, but he didn't have a great game, and he was playing spectacularly last year as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like last year, so many things felt like went right for them. Yeah, and like so, like so many things worked out. That's just like, wait, what? Honestly, but, but that happens though. Yeah, and honestly, looking back. I get so angry that they didn't win the cup just because they had like the perfect fairy tale season. I'm like, really? <laughs> just like, <laughs> I uh, see. I actually was happy they didn't win the cup, but that's only because I went to Vegas and their fans are fucking awful. Well, yeah, so, of course they are. And they're like, they just like rub it in. Like, okay, I went to the game against Pittsburgh, and like it was like fucking brutal seeing Marc Andre Fleury in that that jersey. Okay, it was absolutely. And, like, they just kept rubbing in, like, we have him, he's ours now. And it's like, fuck off. Like, fuck you. Okay, I'm not even going to say that. But, yeah, like, they're just, like, awful. So, like, I was happy as hell they didn't win. But, um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it was perfect. And, like, when the cards fall so perfectly into place like that, you kind of have to take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That. So, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm worried. I still think that Vegas is still... Going to be top in the division just because that division like, is so bad. I wonder, like, because, like, the Jets, I feel like, kind of, um, they kind of went through this too. Well, still might be going through it. Like, they started the season as, like, an underdog that, like, no one really, no one was really checking for. So, like, people, not like people played them lax, but, like, they, Vegas had, like, a really easy schedule, like, mm-hmm. the first half of the year. And I feel like, Maybe when people play them now, they kind of bring their A game, and, like, they're not really ready for that. Like, they don't have, like, they don't have, like, the, not, like, roster, but, like, a lot of their players don't have the pedigree to say, like, you would say to just, like, you know, just put games on their back. Like, they did, they played, like, a team game, and now, like, people are picking at that so like you need individuals to shine and like it hasn't been happening yet yeah <clears throat> I also think that I, I with Ve- with 
the the Jets, I think it's it's still early for them. And I think that they, I mean, I know the GM hates that, but they he needs to do something about the center depth. I think that's what's killing them is the center depth. It is. Especially when you see, like, teams like Toronto and and, um, Tampa and um, the Penguins and... I mean, even, uh, I think those are really the ones that, like, come to mind for me. But it's just, like, you see that and you you need to fix it. You need to do something about it. Like, you need to at least have a strong one-two down the center. If not, like, not if not at, even at the pedigree of, like, the teams that I've named, but just, like, a, like if they're not going to score, they're going to hold their own against other teams' top lines. You know? Yeah. And, like... With the with the Jets, it's so like so frustrating because like on paper they're all really really good. It's just like the line combinations for the second and the fourth line just aren't working. And then you have Vesalina and he's not playing like he's not playing any minutes at all. And it's just like he's a rookie. You can send him down and you can bring someone else up because. You're wasting a year for him. And Jack Roslovic, like, he's young. Like, he's not used to it yet. And, like, he should get better. But they're also not playing him a ton. Like, they're focused. Not, like, focused. But they're um, they're relying on Wheeler's line and the TLC line. Because those are the two lines that are putting up points for them. I'm like... Line A, he's like, Line A, I feel like sometimes when it's not like the power play, he kind of like goes ghost. Like you have no idea where he is, like mm-hmm. or what he's doing. And I feel like that that is a result of him playing with Ehlers and Little. And it's just not working. Like that line's just not working at all. And then that's the third line or is that the second line? It's technically their second line, but they're playing their third line as their second line because they're better than them at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you went on, like, pedigree and, like, who's on the line, line A is on the second line. Okay. If that makes sense. I – that brings up, like, you just, like, that brings up a good question that I have, and I've seen it through, like, a couple different teams – is that, like, I don't get coaches that don't want to play the kids. Like, I think right now, now's kind of the time to win, like, to play them. Because it's, like, you're 10 games in. You're really trying to get a feeling of what your team is going to be, what your identity is going to be. And, like, for example, like, Daniel Sprong. All summer we heard about Daniel Sprong and, like, Rutherford talked about how he was going to be played, like he's going to get a shot here, preseason games, two preseason games with Crosby, and then he's dropped to the fourth line. And we haven't even seen him played above the fourth line in how many games. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the same thing with like that guy. Like if you're going to scratch the people, like I'd rather you scratch a vet and like have a player play through his like problems now in the beginning of the season when I know they're going to be here in two to three years. Does that make sense? Yeah. But with Veselainen, though, is really different. <laughs> His situation is different from Sprung. It's like um, he he played in 
he's Finnish. He played in Finland or like the KHL or whatever. So he's still getting used to like the ice here. Mm-hmm. So what Paul Maurice was basically doing, I guess, like they put him in for like the first five games and then just having him kind of get used to it a little bit, even though he hasn't really been like effective or whatever, just have him get used to it. And then they've been scratching him to kind of look at it from the pre- um, press box and just kind of see how the Jets work. And like, cause it's, it's different, like watching sitting in the press box and not actually being in there. So they kind of wanted him to like be in, like be on the ice first and then be in the press box to kind of like watch. Cause they're kind of rotating who they're putting in on the fourth line. Like it's between Veseline and Lemieux and Patan. And like, I I think they should send him down. Like they, yeah, my they should. If he's a hockey player and like you want to get him accustomed to the ice and like the systems, is why don't you plan him play in the AHL? Yeah, like it's not going to cost him anything to have them him play in the AHL. Yeah, like if you're doing young kids, I mean, I don't know if he's. I mean, obviously he's different than Sprung. I just thought he was like a young kid getting scratched or not playing and stuff. But, I mean, I just don't understand. Yeah, like, I get, like, seeing the ice and, like, seeing the plays and stuff like that. But, like, don't players get it? I'm I'm more like a have-to-do-it. Like, I have to do it to understand it. So I would want to play instead of watch. But I don't know. I think, I think they're doing it. Like, I think, I think the philosophy behind it is have him play, like, first to, like, get his feet wet. And then have him look to see, like, how... It actually like looks from up above and like how they and so he could kind of visualize what he would do and he has like oh I've been on that ice and then also yeah. strategize so, like I guess he would be better the next time he's put in but I'm also like he could just be in the AHL where he could play like 20 minutes and it doesn't it's not that big of a deal if he fucks up because it's the AHL where, like, if he messes up in the NHL, you're just going to scratch him for 20 games. But, I don't know. I'm not the coach. I don't make these decisions. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about the Flyers. They <laughs> lost tonight, and the, one of my favorite prospects was scratched, so mm-hmm. he'll be back in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice to have good prospects. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like honestly... It's kind of weird because, like, you see these prospects, you're like, they're so good, they're so good. But then it's like, I don't know. Then the Flyers all play together, and then they're bad. And you're just like, what is going on? And then they're, like, key players are getting hurt. Really? I think if the Flyers got a good coach, like, I think they could actually get somewhere. But I also think... I don't even, like... Go ahead. I also think... I I mean, this could just be me being, like, a hater. But I also think, like... Flyers fans rate their prospects way higher than like everybody else. Like they're just like, oh yeah, this prospect is so good. It's just like I've never even heard of this person before. Like who? Where did you guys find this kid? And then they're just like, yeah, yeah, he's like the second best person in the AHL. Just like who is this person? Like where did they come from? I think that um, I don't even know. Like I mean, I obviously I think Hack is a bad coach. But I just feel like he doesn't even have, like, his... Like, he doesn't even know his, like, team. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah, no, they like they're doing like a lot of different stuff. They're like, he's an everyday man. Like he's a, he's a Philly guy. Like he like walked in with like a Wawa coffee, and everyone was like, oh my oh, gosh, he's like Wawa. Like he's Philly. I was like, fuck mm-hmm. him. Like, I used to make my. I love Wawa. I was like, if he was really like Philadelphia, he would have bought me a Wawa coffee. He didn't <laughs> get out of my face. But I just uh, like with the prospect things. I mean, I think the Flyers like. First of all, I'm I I'm biased, but I think the Flyers prospects are pretty good. Like I've seen them in rookie camp, I've seen them in de- development camp. Like I've seen the stats. Like they they have good prospects, but it's just like they're not like a Toronto because they didn't like like draft out. Like I mean, they didn't like drop all the way to one or two. They've never had like a one or two pick since like until Nolan since JVR. So it's like we they don't get top prospects often. So, but the prospects they do have are good quality guys. And, like, that was one of Ron Hexall's biggest things is that we're developing through the draft. But we're getting kids through the draft. And they have, they draft really, really well. Where it's was Carter like, Hart drafted? He was, I believe, in the second round? Second. Hold on, let me. Oh, he's a goalie. So. Yeah. Well, I, yeah I, do you think he gets a game? I mean, depending on the, um, the, I, I think with them picking up, uh, Pickard, pick, yeah, Pickard, I don't think so. I was upset um, about that. I was like, I mean, didn't do good tonight. Oh, <laughs> horrible tonight. I was like, so. Penguins, he's right there. <laughs> like, why does no one believe in yeah, him? Yeah, he was like, in the second up. round. He was 48th overall. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was he's say. good. He's gonna. I. I like. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like I don't want to put too much pressure on Carter. Like I really don't. I really, really don't. But I also just like, please, like please, just be like a little good. bit above average. Yeah, just, just be good. <laughs> but they also have another goalie, Felix Sandstrom. And out of all the goalies of me, um, their organization, that's my favorite. He remind. He like makes like. Fun like athletic saves that are like fun to watch. I hate and, like, those people. Yeah, like Carter's more like <laughs> square, like in every great position, and Bill oh, more like stopped it, bam, bam, so fun, and that's like, scary. And I just love watching it. Like I love like the dramatic saves. He's so good. They did like a one on one dev camp this season, and it was like and, like the final was like heart against. <laughs> Sandstrom and like oh, Sandstrom's team won and everyone was like oh my god like Carter is Carter not good it's just like chill out like he's not, like this isn't going all out it's that poor dumb. kid I know he's so welcome the Flyers have been playing just like really bad goaltending I don't know man I have no idea that's I so can't. weird maybe you guys are cursed probably mm-hmm. something happened I don't know it like, sucks. Um, but, then, yeah. Sorry, I the, brought up the five. <laughs> the next thing I had was, like, the Habs have been playing pretty good. Like, no, I... Over. Are they actually good, or are they just good against the Penguins? See, that's something that I was wondering, because I saw they put um, Della Rose on mm-hmm. waivers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's really good. Like, why would they put him on waivers? And I was like, maybe he's just good against the Penguins. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't watch them any other time. So I'm like, he was always scoring and was always, like, getting involved. I, I was listening to Dying Alive. They mentioned how, like, the Habs 
like they play really fast and then and they made the penguins look really really slow like the penguins just don't know what they're doing that's why they're slow that's why they look slow but um i feel like i feel like that's what happened with vegas last year like they didn't have like a really good roster on paper but they played really really fast and i'm just like is that sustainable because i don't trust it right i I don't know i think i also think that the penguins play down to their opponents a lot for sure and if they don't feel like and i think tonight's game was a perfect example like if they don't feel like they have something to prove they're like oh no you're not better than this like there's no like washington they will get up and play unless it's just like they just get blown out. Then they're like, ah, fuck it. And then they'll just fight. <laughs> but, like, I think, like, when they have something to prove, they really go all out. Because, like, even last season against Vancouver, they, like, just were like, oh, you know, it's Vancouver. We'll win. The Sedins, they're old. Like, and then Bester scores a million goals. And then their their dumbasses <laughs> just look around like, whoa, what, what's going on? It's like, are you insane? Like, so like, oh, my God. And they do the same thing. Like, I mean, I think the only team they don't really play down to is, like, Buffalo. But I think it's, like, because they know they can get away with, like, three, two bad periods and then play really one really good period. And then that's it. But with, like, like these other teams that are fast, like, the Penguins aren't fast anymore. But I think that part of their fastness was, like, their speed was, like, they thought the game quick. And they can mm-hmm. replace quick, and it wasn't necessarily that they were faster. They just were they were executing plays at a, at a faster rate because they were thinking the game fast, and everybody was thinking on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind yeah. Of like when you saw today, like these passes that they were making were connecting, and it's like what? That, I was expecting that not that to go one pass with Bill. Oh, and Evgeny, like that oh, was, it was like, so if that pretty. Went in, I would have been like, I that. Know. That's like vintage Phil and G. Like vintage. Yeah. Like, those, those pass like when they connect and they just go tap in. Ugh. And then Hags is really trying this season. I don't know Aww. if it's because he knows it's a contract year. I don't know, but I feel like Hags is like dad strength. Huh? He became his dad strength. He became oh, daddy. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. And like I feel like the Penguins are one of the oldest teams in the league. They really are. They have to. Be. I mean, Colin's the oldest player in the NHL. <laughs> like, oh, he looked good tonight. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. Are we moving on to the Penguins? Is that is it is that cool? Uh, well, I have one more thing. Well, um, Patterson. He, <gasps> oh, I had two more things. Patterson being out with a concussion, but like, there's not really much to say about that besides like, like he's out. With okay, concussion. and it was M- Mark. Ma- what was it? I don't I know. Some say guy Matthew- in the Panther. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if Radko Gudis didn't try to kill Matthew Perot, like you would actually really like him because he's like he's so sweet. Anyway, and then the other thing that I wanted to say was like McDavid versus Matthews, but like people are just like, oh, who's the best? Who's better? And I wanted your guys' opinions because I thought we could just make fun of both of them. <laughs> All right. Real quick. I just want to say, I actually, the reason why I follow the Canucks, or I'm like low-key follow the Canucks, so that's why last game hurt me so bad, was because I, obviously, one of my favorite drafted players was Quinn Hughes. He got drafted to Vancouver. He's not playing. He's still in college. 
And I was like, okay, like Vancouver, I'll probably check you out. Um, I hate Blockbuster though, so you know I'm keeping my. <laughs> but then Elias or I'm Eli- gonna say Elias. Yeah, Elias. I don't. I don't know. I've seen the Petters. video, Petters. but I just love Elias. Like he's first so of all, cute. I love the name Elias. It's low key one of my favorite names. And then he's so funny. He's like really funny. And then he has a best friend that's uh well got traded to the Canucks, and they were best friends growing up. Oh, well, like ooh. like yeah. It's like it's like Davidson or something. Uh, he's like in the AHL, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I'll, like I'll figure it out because one of the people that I follow who is Sweden, who's Swedish, she knows all the Sweden players, and she was tweeting about them, and I'm like, you love them too? And she was like, yes, they're best friends, and it was just like this whole big thing. So the fact that he got like, okay, that hit wasn't even like a bad check, like, everyone keeps saying it was a body slam, and like, it kind of was, like, it's like he pushed him in, then up, then down, and like, what the fuck? I didn't see it. It's like, it it was like kind of like it was gross to watch. I I just like yeah. why are you doing that? Like the Panthers seriously like I actually was giving the Panthers more credit this season, and they do like a bullshit play like that. Like what are you doing? I don't know. I just think it was fucking out of control. And he got two games for it, which everyone was like, oh that was good. Like I don't think that was good at all. I think he should have got five games. You can't do that. Like these are like and he, Elias is like one was is like in the running for the Calder Trophy, like, I understand protecting your stars, and I kind of get that to an extent, but, like, protect all your players. Why would you want even, like, a fourth-line player to get hurt like that? Like, why would you want any player to even have an opportunity to get hurt like that? I just don't get it. I, I feel like if it wasn't um, Pedersen, though, like, he wouldn't have gone... Well, I didn't see the hit, but from what I... Because I don't... I don't really like watching hits that I know yeah. end with someone getting hurt or like a concussion or something like that. But I um from what I've heard, it's basically like um he wouldn't have gotten suspended if it wasn't Pedersen because Pedersen's like such like a, a like a what you call it? Yeah, 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 like a high not like a high player. Like a high like high profile player. So like and I feel like I, I think that has that argument has like stung like truth to it because like um, all the hits that happen that end in, con- in concussions that don't get like sus- that aren't suspension worthy apparently and like the f- I think the fact that it's only two games compared to like when they do suspend for concussion hits like it's usually longer than that I do think it's because um it was Patterson and not like some random other player I just think that's so messed up I mean it is messed yeah I just would have loved for player safety to be consistent and to like send a message and like not like tolerate stuff like that like I know I know I'm so stupid I'm so gullible thinking that like oh after the Wilson suspension like they're really going to do something they really don't they really want to protect these people these players that like spend their whole lives trying to get here and in in any instance, they could just never play the game again, but they could care less, and it's just so... Yeah. That's, that's why I'm know. like, that's why I'm like, William Nylander, get as much money as you can. Absolutely. Because that's the, the only NHL does not give a shit about you. That's the only thing is that their money's guaranteed, so they have to get paid it, but... <laughs> yeah. And of course, they, like, and honestly, we're talking about get as much money as you can, and that's like eight million, nine million. million. I know. And it's like, I mean, other leagues are getting, like, $100 million. And it's just, like, 
Like literally, I complain about Jack Johnson, and he makes like three million dollars, or like four, less. He makes four. five. He makes he five. Makes five? He makes, yes, it's five. I thought it was. I thought it was three. No, it's five. Are you sure? I isn't Look, it five? I thought it was. I thought it was a, a million more than um than Hunwick. All right, let me. Uh, all right, let's move on to that. <laughs> I feel like it's five. Um, the last thing. Do you want to talk about McDavid versus Matthews? I just wanted to say that <laughs> I hope I just want I hope someone is there to help McDavid because he's playing like he's gonna get burnt the fuck out by the middle of the season. Like he oh, yeah. plays so much. Like he he plays like what? Just about to make three point two five. Oh. <laughs> Wow! Really? Yeah, but he signed for forever. He signed. Oh, he... Until, he signed until a year after Chris Letang. What? He signed for a year after Chris Letang. Like Chris Letang's contract's over, and then Johnson is still playing for us. Oh my god! Okay, okay. that that's basically five million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I mean, David, he plays almost 20 even like 20 minutes a night like even strength so that's not counting like the power play and it's just like like why are you play paying leon dreisaitl if he's yeah. not doing anything oh i know why they're paying leon dreisaitl I mean, oh he's their mokin he's oh their mokin oh you're right i just hope I hope that he has someone to help him on the team, and I hope that he has a really good psychologist. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like I feel like he. I don't. I don't know. Like, does he even see like a problem with it? Like, what's going on? I mean, like, is what? Okay? Openly, like, what could he say? <laughs> he can't say anything. Right. Like, I mean, I think you make your bed and you you have to lay in it. He signed that contract, and he has to deal with the repercussions. Everyone and their mom knew that that the Oilers, um, their Oilers, uh, what is it, management, is bad. Everyone knows that. <laughs> like, one for one, Taylor Hall. Like, but you know. Jordan Eberle. Like, we all can see, like, that the Oilers' management is bad. He decided to take that long-ass contract, and now you have to take, like, play 30 minutes a night. I just, like, I'm, I know I'm a horrible person because I don't want him to ever find... Like, I don't want him to get anyone to help him. <laughs> I want him to waste his time <laughs> and not win a cup. I know that's bad. And this is me like, saying that. And I think he's like, cute, but I still don't care. I feel like he he's going to just end up dragging them, like, like kicking and screaming to, like, a cup final one year. And then he's like, if I have to play goal, I'll do it. Like, I don't know. Like, he's just all alone out there. I feel so bad for him. Even though he beat the Jets and it was really embarrassing how that happened. Yeah, and the I think Jets that. were like up up to five and then they won McDavid. It was 4-1. And then I was just like, God damn it, McDavid, like, go away. But yeah, yeah like, he's so alone I mean, out there. That's what they're paying them to do. Like, But I wonder, like, didn't he drag every team to to the finals? Like, didn't he always, every team he was on, didn't he drag? 
them to oh. where I'm putting it. So. That's probably why he doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. He's just yeah, like, yeah, this is it. it. And he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be playing 35 minutes a night, right? That's what everybody does. <laughs> like, no, you psychopath. <laughs> Jesus. But like, I'm just, I, I'm just thinking about his like overall like health, like his life. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's like, yeah, I mean, but he's young. I mean, he seems to take care of his body. Like, did you see that one picture of him in those, like, that, like, like, those, like, that bubble thing? And it was, like, I guess massaging his legs or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) It's, like, not in a bubble. It's, like, you know, it looks like snow pants, but it covers his little legs. Oh, is it like, so is like aluminum foil? Like aluminum no. foil colored? No, then I black. He looks uh. so soft and sweet. I loved it. Listen, oh as a person, God. I wish nothing but the best for McDavid. I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he is mentally okay. However, as a hockey player, not my problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, he really is alone out there. Like, wow. That. <laughs> That's something. Couldn't be my generational player. <laughs> no, my generational player just scored three points. I got three points tonight, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, well, my generational player got three cups. So, so we're all in agreement. <laughs> oh, here's one thing that, that I did want to talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um. They kept mentioning this during the Pens broadcast tonight. Babcock pointed out that, like, Sid is oh, yeah. obviously the best because he has all this hardware. But do you necessarily think that hardware equates to the best player? No. I'm... No. That's too good. Babcock is stupid. We shouldn't listen to him. Well, yeah, he is. But I'm just, I know a lot of people, like, fans think that, too. And I'm just like, eh. Well, see, no, I actually, well, if I'm being 100% honest, I really feel like we can't, I I wouldn't want to, I couldn't really, like, rate Crosby to McDavid because Crosby has so much, so much more, like, experience in McDavid. So if I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, compare them, I would do it to Crosby, Crosby McDavid at Crosby's age, when Crosby was McDavid's age. But then you think about it and it's like, well, McDavid had how many more like coaches and like all this extra data to look forward to, to like become the player that he's become. Because I think when McDavid started playing or when he was 10 and Crosby was McDavid's age, that's when they like took out the blue line or like that pass or whatever. And now all the kids coming up have never had to play that style before. Whereas Crosby and the generation before and his generation had to like relearn, like relearn the game. Like because right. it changed so much. So I feel like comparing it that way, it's it's hard. But I think like I think that I don't know if it's like comparing it, but I think that Malkin, Crosby, like Ovechkin, all of these people deserve respect because of their hardware, because right. of the things that they've done. I don't think that you can just sit sit there and say, well, like McDavid's better than Crosby, just all out, because I think that there's each one has been like is better in certain ways, and I feel the same way when you compare Crosby and Ovechkin. Because they're two different players. Like, everyone's so different. I just feel it's weird to compare them. Now, if we're going to just say, who do you think is the best? I'll obviously do that because that's opinion. But comparing people, like, the stats, the data, like, it's really hard because 
if you're comparing McDavid to Crosby, you're comparing him now, and that's not really fair because McDavid has the edge in age. And so when you see all these stats that say, like, oh, because this, this, and this, like, his he's younger, so his prime, he's, like, not even in his prime yet. And whereas Crosby is, like, leaving his prime, and even though he's still amazing, like, I just, I don't know. I, I get, I'm always so touchy with that because I feel like no matter how we do it, we're kind of, like, discrediting Sid if you don't just say, oh, he has three cups, oh, he has three gold, two gold medals, oh, he has this. So, but I, I really like when McDavid said, like, when, in, like, not last year, the year before, when he was like, I mean, he just won the cup. Like, that's the ultimate goal. No matter what, any player goes in the year trying to win the cup. So, I mean, yeah. Maybe that was Babcock's way of saying, like, well, Sid has earned being the best, and, you know, these players haven't yet. And at the same time, like, Sid has played for Babs, like, how many years, whereas Connor hasn't? I mean, I just think of, like, all the players who've never won a cup that have been really, really good. And I think that because they've never won a cup, they kind of get, like, you kind of, like, forget about them. Like, if Ovi never won the cup this year, like, people always would have said, like, oh, like, he's really, really good, but he never won a cup. So I feel like, like, I don't think winning a cup doesn't, like, improve who you are as a player, but it does kind of, like... Give you clout. Yeah, just a little bit, to be like, you you won the ultimate goal. Like, you were there at the end. I mean, look at Carter Rowney. How many cups he got? Like, two? No, he has one. Whoa, whoa. Oh, does whoa. he really? Yeah. He has one? Yeah. He wasn't he there was, for the 1560? No, that was like Fair. That was Fair, Cullen, and who was else? Scott Wilson on the fourth. Third. Oh, Scott Wilson. How's he doing? He's good. He's in Buffalo. Aww. Isn't he hurt? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, not, not to say anything, <laughs> but trying not to say not anything to bad about like Kunitz, but he has like. No, no, I won't hear it. Are you insane? (laughs) Do you know where you are right now? Why do you always try to bring us out of the trash here? I'm not. I'm just saying he has four cups, but no one would say that he is the best player in that's still in the league. I'll say it. I'll say it right now. Oh my god. I mean, He's the best player. Malkin out of the equation. I, Chris Kunitz, that's my guy. I have him on fantasy. I guess now we can go into the Penguins and how they're bad. Yeah. So the Penguins are bad. Yeah. For reference, we're recording this the night of um, the game against the Leafs where they won 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, okay, but just, like, who were they? Um, <laughs> that's not my team. I don't know. That's not what I've been watching because I've been watching shit. And what I just saw was beautiful. So you I guys, they went out. They went out and won for Schultz. Oh, oh, Schultz, oh out, like freaking March or like when April. did he hurt himself at the last game against Montreal? Oh, oh I, I didn't watch that game. What's his name? Tom McPlanet. Who wears the freaking like McCannet. the turtlenecks? <laughs> the turtleneck, turtleneck guy. Uh, How dare you hurt my Schultz? I mean, no, actually, they said that it was just like the way he fell and like. Placanitz tried to like stop it like he didn't go full into the check um and he then he like texted or called so to apologize he's actually like he's he has they say i've everyone i didn't see the hit because i i the way that the bone i don't don't, 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 don
So, but everyone says that the way it was, it literally was just like his skate got caught in the ice, and that's why yeah. his foot feet didn't come out on them. How? He's, the ice is supposed to be flat. How did it get no, but caught? Sometimes in the it, ice? No, but sometimes it gets like nicks, like when they're skating fast and like there's nicks oh. in the ice. That's why they try to, you know, do the clean scoop. it up. Yeah. But, oh man, children. But they did like this weird. So. I have, like, this group chat where, like, there's people that are, like, really into hockey. And, like, someone sent, a, like, I don't know, you guys read Pensburg or Penn's blog or whatever. I forget what it's called. I follow them, but I don't read it. They tweeted out this story that was about, like, Jim Rutherford making, like, moves to, like, help them maneuver the cap. So, like, they need to have, like, they need to be a certain amount of money under the cap or something. And, like, with Schultz going on to IR, um, they had the... Yeah, LTIR. They move some another person up to like make moves to be able to maybe trade for someone. Like just have actually just to have that cap relief. Um and to like have that five million off their cap. Um and I was thinking in my head, I was like, Oh my god, trade Johnson. I'm so sorry. I, I you guys are gonna hate me, but I was like, trade Haglin and sign Nylander. I would trade Sprong and sign Nylander. Well, well, we need the cap space to sign Nylander, so <laughs> Hags' four million gotta go, and then Justin's five off the books, and then Nylander for nine or eight, whatever he wants, and then <laughs> nine is a little much for. I don't know. I don't remember million. how much he wants. I can't remember what he's asking. Uh, he wants eight. Uh, eight. Eight's not that bad. Yeah, that's eight. what I'm saying in my head. Come I'm on, like, Toronto. Oh. Oh my gosh. No, come on, Toronto. Trade hags. Come on, Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh. Will I mean, so so the Leafs do him. not need another forward. He's we- a father. His wife can stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Toronto's not that far away. Um, she has a little mini a two-hour dra- it's a two-hour Lego Haglin on her keychain. Oh, Does she? Yeah. These people are so cute. Anyway. Um. Yeah, they made that little trade. So I'm wondering if they're thinking about doing something. That's always good to have in your back pocket to, like, have that, like, put yourself in place that you can, like, you know, make any moves for whatever you need for the playoffs, you know? What happens when he comes back, though? Well, they're thinking that, like, I mean, because he broke his leg, so he can't work out. So they're thinking even though he's supposed to be back in March... He probably won't be able, like, in game shape until, like, April. So. He doesn't deserve this. He really doesn't. So, I know people were saying he wasn't playing well before he got hurt, but... He was I playing mean, well. That doesn't mean he should break his leg. That. No, I mean, I know that, but they were saying that he they would scratch Schultz, and then he got hurt. So, but my thing is that, like, I, I will always, like, have faith in Justin Schultz, because he's just so good, like... He's so good. Why haven't they tried scratching Johnson for like a Because game? I I don't think that they want to. I think they really have this belief in him and I think that I I really I wanna see because like him and Justin Schultz together was not good. Him and Oli was not good together. But I actually really liked him and Ricola together. I don't know, what do you guys think? He played you pretty, saw them, um, saw them a lot. Johnson Yeah, they played pretty um Johnson played pretty well today. I think yeah. like Ricola makes him better. Because I think like, that's because Ricola is really good. 
And I, like, I think that sometimes Rico is, like, not, like, the past couple games, and I don't know if it's just everybody's defense wasn't good, but he's just, he's really good on the pinches. And I with fast teams, you really see him play, like, his play just looks so much better with fast teams. Yeah, I feel like he is sort of, like, a more mobile defenseman, and he yeah. allows Johnson to, like, stay at home and, like, do what he does best just while Rico is out doing. In the background, just... Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree that. And like, there were so many times he, Johnson and Ricola were out on Malkin's with Malkin's line, and like Malkin would throw the pass back to the point, and then like you just always wish Justin Schultz were there to be like, bam, from the point, and it's freaking Jack Johnson oh missing the net, miss hitting I, the backboards. I'm like, oh, God. I love Justin shot. Like, oh, uh, that uh, shot is like organic. I know that's like it, it, this is a it, it literally, literally it is. Like, when he like, scores, and then he lifts his little leg up and be like, yeah. I, like, real quick have to say, like, okay, being, like, watching the games on TV is, like, fun. And, like, going to games is fun, but, like, going to games in Pittsburgh with, the like, the Penguins home is, like, I literally, it's, like, I don't even know. Like, it's, like, amazing, especially when they sh- they score and everyone, like, jumps up. I just said, don't think I'm, like, used to it because, like, every time I go see the Penguins and they score, like, I jump up. I'm, like, one one of, like, five people. And, like, one of two. <laughs> like, looking around and we're, like, looking at, like, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think I'm, like, I can't believe that when I jumped up, everybody else jumped up. It was so crazy. But, yeah, A+. plus Would recommend always. Did you notice it was, it was, it was Broussard, Sprong, and... Uh, Simone on the pa- second power play instead of Gensel. I don't think it was it was it was a couple of games ago, but I thought that was a weird second power play because I mean I would always have thought Gensel over Sprung. I mean over Simone. Well, Simone and um, Broussard they've been playing well together, they so have maybe just like amazing keep it alive. That's true, but I think I'm like surprised Jake wouldn't get second power play time because he's been pretty he's been good this season. He's been scoring when we needed him. Maybe maybe they're doing what the Oilers should be doing with Connor McDavid and they're just like, You've been playing too much. Let's why don't you just rest? Why don't you rest yeah, a little that's bit? True. <laughs> that's true. I was back in my deepest secret, like darkest darkest days last season, I would I was like, um when Broussard scored on the on the power play on, with the top power play unit, and I was like, why isn't Broussard? That's when my I was campaigning when why isn't Broussard on the top power play? And everyone was like, he's only, he would take Crosby's spot. And then I was like, like dark Danielle was like, have Crosby sit, have Crosby play on the PK. We need good PKers. Have Crosby. It doesn't. It doesn't do that. I know. I know. But like that's how I like wanted to see that, but I didn't say it because I was like I didn't want to get like like like. Deleted off Twitter. I didn't. <laughs> Do you guys know that England's um, penalty kill was like at a hundred percent for like a, for a while? They were playing really bad, but their penalty kill was really really good. No, I'm not surprised at all. They like Matt Cullen is a huge get on the penalty penalty kill, and Carl Hagelin has been working in has been playing insane. Brian Russ has been working really hard. Sheehan mm-hmm. is good. Like instead of Sheehan being the top uh, center on the power play on the pa- penalty kill, it's Colin, and I love that because Colin's so good on the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. He's just good at taking draws. He's good. And then you have like ten centers on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? Wh- uh, can I ask a question real quick? Wh- Derek Grant, what are you doing? Why are you here? Yeah. Who what is, is he? he doing? 
know. You know what he is doing? He's dragging Daniel Sprong on Instagram, and I love it. That's oh, yeah. I did like that. <laughs> That's what Daniel he contributes. Instagram is out of control. <laughs> it almost got me. Like, like he was, like, he was posting. he was wearing hats. He was posting so many thirst traps, and I almost fell for it. Yeah. I was close to following him. But, like, he and Simone were, like, benched for a lot of the game today. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that, yeah, I mean, Sullivan Look, wasn't trying to, like, mess, mess that shit up. They are playing yeah, well. He, he was really, yeah, he, <laughs> he has no faith in the kids. Like, he has, like all the Wilkesbury Scranton boys that weren't his, like, he has no faith in them. Except, yeah, like, he has no faith in them. Except for he, like, adores Casey DeSmith now. And I'm Chris. just like, you pick the worst people. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like, do you blame him, though? Because, like, he he coached those, the other ones. So, like, he knows what they're capable of. Like, he yeah. doesn't know strong. Or no, Simone but I mean, is- like, you watch tape. The guy's been up and down for two years. You know what type of player he is. The fact that you gave Shiri so much leash and then you give Sprong none. Like Shiri's his nephew, basically. True. But I'm just saying, like, you act like Shiri's won that series, like, both those cups for us hands down. Like, he was the most dominant player. He wasn't. Like, he was a background character, a supporting character, and that Sprong could be the same one. You don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand the first ten games why Sprong couldn't be playing with Crosby. They literally wrote articles about how they're grooming uh, Sprong to play with Crosby, and now he's they, not playing with... He's they, playing really, they were, though. They really were. Yeah. Like, they, like, done... Like, um... Donatelli? I don't know. I don't think that's his name. <laughs> what is, um... Uh, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton c- coach. It's like something Italian. It starts with a D. But he was saying, like, he was saying, like, yeah, like, they said that they want Sprung to play a certain type of game, so we're trying to make sure he plays that cer- that the type of game they want him to play. And it's like, ugh, I don't get it. I don't know. That's frustrating. And it's really frustrating that, like, Sprung doesn't get a chance, and then we set JSD down, and now he's scoring goals in, uh, New Jersey, and I'm living. I'm disgusted, no, and I like. See, so well. I know when I see like the Devils fans, like, oh, JC, like my like French little like croissant, and I'm like, he was our croissant <laughs> first, okay? How dare you? It's supposed to be Chris Tang, Derek Broussard, JSD, and um the one we just drafted, not the season last season. He's a defenseman, and he's like a little Chris Tang. Lausanne. Yeah. Like, those were all our little French... Bronx speaks French. <laughs> not with that He doesn't line. fit, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's, that hairline is not French. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Quebec. Because Daniel Sprung never listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> the Islanders, they're playing badly, but they're not... They're not... They used to give up, like, 50 shots a night, and they're not doing that anymore. So that's that Barry Trotz defensive coaching. So they're doing a little bit better. So maybe in a couple of years, it'll yeah. work out. I just want them to be Toronto. Yeah. I want them to be bad and beat Toronto. I oh, because of Tavares. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
I think Detroit's going to get Jack Hughes, you guys. They're, they've been really bad. But, like, why aren't they bad against us? Like, why can't they just let the Penguins win? When did they play the Penguins? In preseason, but, like, Dylan Larkin... Dylan Larkin may play 30 minutes a night because he's always... He's out there in the penalty kill. He's out there on the power play. He's out there even strength. Yeah, he's tired. Like, and so am I of him. Like, I'm sick of... He's a handsome boy. He's a very handsome boy. I love him. I I don't like it. Did you guys see that one thing where he was singing, um... <laughs> yes, yeah. What I'm was that? I'm sick of it. I'm sick <laughs> Are of you? it. Are yeah, you they show it, they show it like every commercial for like the NHL like network or, or like the NHL app during games, and I'm over it. Like if I have to hear him sing it one more time. Have you seen it, Kelsey? I haven't. But what if he was singing it to you in person? That's different. But like, <laughs> call the police. <laughs> he just seems. Like, so good and solid. Like, you couldn't, like, knock him over. It would be good. Yeah, he aggressive. I'm going to go and, like, how's Keith and Kay doing? I hope bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you hate him? Because he, like... We just never... (laughs) (laughs) The Penguins almost got swept by the Devils last season. (laughs) That wasn't... Let stuff go so easily. (laughs) I hold on to these losses and I get so enraged. Like, Brock Besser, Keith Kincaid. Like, can we talk about? I thought, like, the Penguins got away, like, when the game went to overtime. I was like, okay, maybe Besser won't score. And then, like, literally a second in, I was like, oh, okay, never fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, I, like, turned, because I had to, I turned the game off. I was like, they're going to lose. And then they went to oh, Hag score. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they took the overtime. And I was like, oh my gosh. So let me listen. Soon, I literally just turned it on. I got the notification, Brock Besser. I, like, quickly turned it off, shut my lights out, and, like, and then, like, Vancouver, like, because I follow Vancouver, I have the notifications when they tweet. They, like, was milking this. They were like, oh, who's the Penguins killer? Brock Besser. And then, like, the freaking Vancouver Zoo was tweeted a picture of a penguin. Like, look out for Brock Besser. Don't come near us. I'm like, are you (laughs) enough? Like, get like it's enough like i get it and then the penguins had the nerve to have brock be the first star out of the game and they were like we tried to do something but it just wasn't breasted out about it or something else like, are you insane delete this like this is a noted penguins killer and you want to laugh and joke about it i want his head i want his blood thrown off against the ice like are you, someone cut his hair and give it to me like oh no <laughs> Noted penguins killer Bob. Yeah, like literally that's how they introduced him. I was like, (laughs) you know what? Good night. Good night. Like the the Canucks are canceled. And then the next day I was like, oh my god, Elias. uh, I mean, Anders Nielsen is so cute. Is there anything that we want to touch on? The penguins. Uh, I have decided that Brian Dimelin is the best NHL player to ever wear the number eight, and he is its rightful owner. Yes. I I would would go as far to say grade eight. Grade eight? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I don't think that's been taken. I don't think that's been coined at all. Yeah. He's a great defenseman. He's a great defenseman. Two times. He says... 
He says really cute things, like, we'll try to keep him close to us when his teammates are wounded. Does he talk about Schultze? Yeah. He doesn't know what indie music is. He doesn't know what indie music is. Okay, so... I also, I don't follow his fiance on Instagram, but she like posted um, of him swinging in the porch, like the porch swing Cute. with Rue. And he was like, like genuinely smiling. I was like, this is an angel. Who's Rue? <laughs> They're his dog. Oh, <laughs> okay. Rue was just like sitting happily on his, on his Aww. lap. I'm like, yeah, same, same. <laughs> I too, I too. He like he was drafted by Carolina. Imagine if he stayed with them. Like their defense would be they're really like, good. They are really good at drafting defense. He was drafted by Carolina. Mm-hmm. I thought he was with the Blues. <clears throat> no. What trade did he come over here with? Brandon Jordan. Jordan? Oh, I thought it was oh, Sutter. Yeah. Oh, 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 because Sutter went to Vancouver. Right? Yeah, he did. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I don't know why. But he had to come from somewhere. Who? Sutter? Yeah, did Sutter. Oh, yeah. I don't know where. I don't know where Sutter played before the Penguins. Was he part of that? Like with Brian Dumoulin? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought. But Jordan install makes sense. Brandon Sutter. Trade. But no, I'm Dumoulin is playing. Like, I mean, it's just, it's mind-blowing to see the way that Dumoulin and Latang play together, and then everybody else, because yeah. they're just so in sync. And, like, even at, like, practice, because I went to Cranberry to go see practice, and, like, just seeing them practice together, they were just, like, wherever Dumoulin was, like, Latang knew, and the puck went right to each other. It was like they had magnets on their sticks, like... They just they just know where each other's going, and I think now that Latang is like basically redemption tour or back to his self, his old self, like Dumo is even better. Like it's like yeah, you know, I think from playing with Ron Hainsey and then playing with Latang last season, like he's just so much stronger of a defenseman. He can really hold his own by okay. himself. So I got um, it. Oh, um, Sutter was traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins along with Brian Dumoulin and Carolina's first round pick in return for Jordan Stahl. That's so were, it? Yeah. They got and then like, the, the Penguins used that pick to draft Jared Pouliot. Oh. Uh, we're bad at, like, either, I don't know if we're just bad at developing people, but we're bad. I like. I hope. I hope. Hope. Hope that Kalen is it. Kalen Addison or Kalen Addison. Kalen. And and. I feel like we go through this every time. <laughs> I never. I just call him Kale. <laughs> like C A L E Kale. I just hope that. Um, call it. I hope they really develop these players because, like, getting players like defensemen from within, like drafting them, is so beneficial. I don't know. Addison was supposed to be like a like a first round talent that like mm-hmm. fell. To the Penguins. Yeah, I remember. So. I remember everyone was like, "Oh my god, the Penguins!" Their first two draft picks in last year's drafts were like everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like those two draft picks plus Jordy Bell Bellevue or Belver Bellevue. Uh, um, Bell Reeve. Bell Reeve. There we go. 
um, they like push the penguins up and they're like their prospects, like just their skill alone. From 31 to 30. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, because like in the US, or it's like Canada versus Russia, like WHL um, games, like the penguins have three prospects when normally they wouldn't have none. And oh. like, so, like, and then those prospects, like, if they continue to do well, they're looking to go and play in like World Juniors and like. So they have finally have prospects of those calibers in Aww. those positions. <clears throat> so, and uh, I'm like excited to finally have some kids to like be excited about, even though they'll probably get the sprung treatment. So, uh, do huh. we want to touch on any other topics? I don't think so. No, I'm good. And that concludes today's episode. <laughs> oh, where's my stick? Make sure to follow us on Twitter at where's underscore my underscore stick let us know if you have any questions comments concerns 